Greetings and welcome back to another ongoing series of Shurim and Afyomi. My name is Yitzchak at Shalom. We're now in Masachet Shabbat Afkuf Dawad Amud Bet at the top of the Amud. Continuing with our exploration of the uh, laws of Ketiva. Uh And uh, in this Mishnah, which is really composite of several Mishnah together, we're going to look at those, the range of Chiyuvim for Ketiva, uh and also... Uh, Instances of uh, of tour of exemption. You wrote two letters under one helam. Your chayav. That's obvious. But now, which are all sorts of different dyes, including proper ink. Uh, anything that makes a mark. We'll see what that's extending to. Your chayav. If you wrote on two corners of a wall, meaning a wall and then a wall that abuts it, one sign on each, or on two boards of a tablet, they would use, uh, I wrote a writing tablet on the on the handout, but they would use essentially uh, uh, wax ta- clay tablets that they would uh, have wax on, and if you wrote on two boards of a tablet, in either case, as long as they're read together, then chayav. If you write on your skin, you're chayav. But if you, if you score into your skin and you write that way, Okay. This is now the next Mishnah. If you wrote with uh, with liquids, with uh, fruit juice, with uh, dust, with uh, with dust of uh, the sand that's used by scribes to dry out the ink, or anything that does not last, your patur. Now, lachayado. If you wrote with the back of your hand, baraglo, with your foot, befiv, with your mouth, marpeko, with your elbow. If you had something written and you wrote one letter next to it. Sort of like Scrabble, where you're adding a letter and completing a word. Or you wrote on top of something that was already written. Let's say you intended to write one letter, a chet, and instead you left a space between them. And then up with two zions. You wrote one on the ground and one way up in the sky, meaning on the beam. Or if you wrote on two walls or on two tablets, uh, two pieces of a tablet, but they can't be read together unless you were to break the tablet apart and bring it close. Patur. Now, katav notarikon. If you wrote one as a an, 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 an acronym, there's the machloket. Okay, let's take a look at this. What's Dio is Dyuta, Samisama, Sakra, Maramarachana, Skartashma, there's something that we've seen in Megillah and in Gitin, different places. Um, Kumus is Kuma, Kankantom, Machana Mashmuel, Kharta du Ushkapi. So these are different kind of rosins and, and things that are used. Cholarashu Roshem, Latu Yemai, what's that extending to? So Yamtan Rabhananya, this is about a get, Ktavob Meitarya Veafza. If you use these different kinds of fruit juices like a kasher, if you used um, uh, uh, dust, or you used like a charcoal or something, it's a valid get, and therefore that's ktiva for Shabbat too. If you, it's worn into your skin. Tanya, Rabbi said, 
Ben Sata Otsik Shafim Mitzrayim Bisvita Sha'al Basaro. Strange thing story about who this Ben Sata is, we don't really know. But evidently he's somebody who pulled wizardry by scoring into his skin, and that allowed him to conjure up these uh, this magic. Amrulo Shotah, yeah, the guy was nuts. Vein Vin Rayam in Ashotim, you can't bring a riot from that. Normal people don't do that. Um, uh, then there's a piece here that has been censored out about who this Ben Sata is. His real wasn't Ben Sata, he was Ben Pandera, and this leads us to the whole issue of who Ben Pandera or Ben Pantera is. Is it Yeshu Ben Pantera? Is that Jesus, the famous Jesus, or is it some other Yeshu? Very unclear, but in any case, this is uh, one of the many passages that was um, censored in different ways in the Middle Ages. Um, and as a result, we don't really have a proper text. Rochista, Baal Sata, Boel Pandera. And Baal Papus Penyurahu. So, Ella Imo Sata. So, the mother was Sata. The, the husband was Papus. And the Boel, the adulterer, was this guy Pandera. That's the whole piece that they have here in this family. So, Imo, Miriam, Megadla, Seyar, Nashiahave. What the mother was in Sata, it was Miriam. And that was part of the reason I think this is about Jesus, because Mary, who uh, took care of women's hair. So, Sata was not her name. Her name was Miriam. But Sata, because she has uh, been unfaithful to her husband. Whatever the story is, but that's the guy who evidently pulled this magic. Okay, back to the... Uh, issue of writing next to a ktav so that you're adding on. So, Montana, it's easy. Rav Chana, Delo, Karebi, Eliezer. Because Rav Eliezer would say, you're Chayav. As we will see in the beginning of the next parak, Rav Eliezer says that if you add one thread onto an already processing garment, you're Chayav, because your one is now part of something larger. So then if you added one letter to something that's already written, you'd be Chayav, we say your Patur, so that's against Rabbi Eliezer. Katav al-Gabay Mantana, so is that Rabbi Rabbi Yehuda. The first was not the Korbelezer, this is not Korbelezer. Let's say you're writing a Sefer Torah, and you had to write Shem Hashem, and by accident you put a Dalit in there. But, but when you got to it, you forgot to leave, put the Dalit in, which means you wrote God's name, Yod and a He and a Vav, no Dalit and a He. But, you were supposed to write Shem Hashem, but you didn't intend it. Which basically is another way of saying, you wrote Shem Hashem without Kavanah. And remember, if you write any of the Azkarot below Kavanah, it's Pasul. So what do you do? Rabbi Yudah says, all you have to do is take the word that's already written, and then just draw the, the quill over it again with the proper intent, and it's good. Which means Rabbi Yudah says, Ketav al-Gabek Tav is valid. This is Sugi in the second paragraph of Gittin also, Ketav al-Gabek Tav. Chamomim ena shemina muvchar. Chacham say this is not a valid shame. Right? Shemini Chacham would say, Ketav al-Gabek Tav is naktiba, and Chacham therefore would be behind our Mishnah exempting you on Shabbat. Okay, Tara, Ketav al-Tachat vishlimah la-sefer. Let's say you had one letter and you added it on to a scroll, and that finished the scroll. He had one uh, thread, and that finished the beggar. So, Montana. That must be Rabbi Yezer. We already saw that. Because when you're finishing it off, you're chayav. Not because of oreg or kotev. Because of makhev patish, you're finishing the malacha. 
Marami, katavot achat b'tiberia v'achat b'tzipori. This is very strange. You wrote one letter in Tiberia, and then you went up to Tzipori and wrote another letter. Chayav, because Tivahi. After all, it's Ktiva, two letters. They're just not near each other. In our Mishnah, we had something much closer. Two walls of the same house, but you can't read the letters together. Or two pieces of a tablet, but you can't read, be read together. You're patur. So here it's two different cities. So The answer is because in the case of the tablets or the walls, you actually would have to do some physical act to bring the two pieces together, like break the tablet apart or break the house apart. With Tiberia and Sipori, you have a piece of paper in Sipori with an olive and a piece of paper in Tiberia with a bed. All you have to do is bring them together, but you don't have to break anything apart to do so. That's the distinction. If you corrected a letter, you're chayav, one letter. So that doesn't make sense. If you just wrote a letter, you're patur. If you just corrected one letter, you're chayav, it makes no sense. Here's what happened. You corrected a chet, it was supposed to be two zayans. And so you corrected it by separating out the space and created two letters. That's what it meant. He says, here's what happened. You had everything proper in the safer, except for there was a resh that by accident had a little spitz coming off the top, which made it a dalad. So you got rid of that dalad. That was the fixing. You made it a resh. Here you're not because of kotev, according to Rav, you're because of makeh bepatish. Let's say you wanted to write one letter, and by accident you wrote two. Chayav, avat non patur. We have a Mishnah that says patur. So our Mishnah. So If it's a letter that still needs to be properly tagged, then your one, your two letters are not letters yet. So if you're not chayav, but if they're already properly tagged, then what you did is you created two letters here, even though you intended one. You're chayav. Okay, katav otachat notarikon. Notarikon is again an acronym. So you have one letter that's an acronym, like a, like the Mishnayot in uh, in Shkallim. They talk about if you have a taf that stands for truma, a mem is maser. If you found a kli, you know what's inside of it. Okay, that's our Mishnah. How do we know notarikon in the Torah? Meaning, where do we find cases where the Torah uses a word, but the word is really an acronym? Shenemar, this is all, of course, midrashic. Ki av hamon goyim netaticha. God says to Avraham, "I'm making you a father of many nations." What's av hamon? Av netaticha leumot. I've made you a father. That's the aleph. I've made you the selected one among the nations. That's the bet of. I've made you very beloved. I've given you as a king. I've made you an elder. And I've made you a trustworthy person. Beautiful. Now his own thing was Anochi. Anochi, the first word in the Aserat that he wrote was Notarikon. I have written and given my soul over to you. Anochi. A beautiful statement is given in writing. Anochi. 
Turn it backwards. The writing is given over to the trustworthy uh, ones who say it. That, that, that its words are trustworthy. They have a different one. This is what the donkey says to Bilam. What is that? Um, that, uh, that she, the donkey saw and was afraid and moved away. To Rabbi Shmuel Tana, they had a different one, which is Carmel, which is one of the things, you, the grains you're not allowed to eat till the, uh, Omer is brought. Carmele, a full, uh, a full, uh, star, a full, a full grain, a full kernel. The word Nimretzet, which is, uh, what David is describing, Shim'i ben Gerad's curse of him when he was leaving the city, is no Tarikon. No Efu, no, he's an adulterer, Moavihu, Rotseachu, sorry, this is what, what, sorry, what Shim'i said about David. He's an Oif, an adulterer, Moavihu is from Moavi blood, root, Rotseachu, he's a killer, that's Uriah, Tsorehu, he's an enemy, and Toivahu, he's a disgusting guy. That's what he said about me and his curse. Yitzchak Amar, what did Yehuda say to the guy, to Yosef, when he's brought before him, with after having been and been framed with the with the goblet? Manitzadak means nechonim anachu, tzadikim anachu, tahorim anachu, dachim anachu, kedoshim anachu. We're all holy, we're pure, we're innocent of all of this. Okay, the last little piece. Let's say that you uh, wrote a letter. Remembered it was Shabbat, forgot it was Shabbat again, wrote another letter. One in the morning, one in the afternoon. And this is the machlok that I mentioned earlier. Megamel says you're still chayav because you wrote two letters. Chayav says you're patur because you wrote one letter, and then you had yediya, and then you forgot again, you wrote another letter. Maikari Palgi, what's the machloket? Very famous. Meaning, when you wrote one letter, it says a chatzishir, and then you became aware of Shabbat, that awareness means nothing, because you're now aware that it's Shabbat, but you're not aware that you did a malacha because you didn't do a malacha. And when you subsequently forgot, it's all one umbrella. For Rabban and Salvi, chatzishir. They say, bottom line, you found out, which means you did half Peshogeg, and another half Peshogeg, and they're not mitztaref, and therefore you're patur. Now we've completed this very short parak. We have an even shorter parak coming up, which we'll do in two podcasts, about Rebeliezer HaOreg. In the meantime, we will pause at this point, and uh, wish everybody a wonderful day.